So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, 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 what is up, my man? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. Honored that you would tune in and listen to what we're up to here. Uh, Look, today we're talking about things that every man should be doing on Valentine's Day, every married man. And I'm going to do an episode tomorrow for the singles and talking about what single men should do. Um, It's going to be good. You know, uh, Valentine's Day is, is obviously literally right around the corner. And I uh, would love to make sure that you guys are equipped going into it. And I've actually built out a little Rekindle the Romance training. And so if that's something that you are interested in and you want to get a little bit more than what I can offer you in a short podcast episode, you can find that in the free resource section of our page. Um, SatheaSam.com slash resources is where that is at. Okay, let's let's talk about things every married man should be doing for Valentine's Day. So, just to give you a little bit of context, because I don't want I don't want you guys to get the wrong impression here. Historically, I've been really really bad with Valentines. Like, I actually um, I I did an email sequence. If you're not on my email list, you really should be. I like we have a very very strong email list, and uh, we try to send out a lot of good content there every single week and month. Um, in one of the sequences last year. I talked about how when uh, when I, we were celebrating our first Valentine's Day as a married couple, um, and sorry, let me give some context. This was my first relationship. So I was in university, not with, not with my wife. I was with, with a, a different person. And our first Valentine's Day together, unfortunately, landed on the same day as the NBA All-Star Game. And I, I, I done goofed. You know, I, I, picked, I picked the All-Star Game over her. Um, now, she was there. Um, and she was just, you know, secretly really upset. Um, and it was a really, really bad move on my part. But I say that to just give you some context of like, I'm a little bit of a doofus in this area. And because of that, I've had to learn. Now, granted, I was 18 years old and, and whatever. I'm, I'm a much wiser person now. But I, I almost overcorrected. Like, because I knew that was a mistake. I knew that was wrong. And she eventually, you know, also made sure that I knew it was wrong. But I... I kind of vowed in my heart, like, okay, I have to make these days special. I have to make them count. I'm not going to mess up like that. And what happened was I started to put a lot of pressure on myself to be Mr. Romantic and to have the most elaborate Valentine's Day plans and, you know, to just, oh, she's going to love this and she's going to love that. And, you know, like it was, it was just a little bit too much. And I realized that I was wasting tons of money and tons of time. And the way I found this out was that one year, you know, I decided, well, why don't I just ask Shaloma what she wants? This is now when I was with her. And um, I asked like, yeah, but, you know, what would make Valentine's Day memorable for her? And I, I asked that question with a lot of fear because I thought she was going to say, you know, you, you idiot. Like, how do you not know what I want? I don't know. I was just uh, probably my trauma uh, that was fact- factoring in there. But I, I was really anticipating like that she was going to be kind of upset that I just didn't know. But she smiled as I was asking. She was so happy. And um, what she did ask for was way simpler, way more affordable, and way more enjoyable for me. 
you know, and Valentine's Day became, or Valentine's, yeah, became this day that I would look forward to and be excited about. And, you know, sometimes there's elements of surprise that I hope they work out okay and whatever. But typically, uh, Valentine's Day, you know, these days is like, I'm, I'm excited. And in previous days, it was the opposite. I was stressed and I was just relieved when the day was over because everything, you know, didn't blow up. And, um, and so the, the, the lesson here and what I wanted to, to kind of impart to you guys today, look, I've only been, been married four years. Like I'm not an expert. And some of you listening are probably think like this guy's a patsy and doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, fair, you know, I, I can only teach you guys what I've learned so far. Uh, but what I will say is, you know, after having some conversations with other friends and, and even just seeing stuff online and hearing my wife talk more with her friends and, you know, just kind of collecting some data, you know, it's the researcher in me that's just constantly trying to, you know, piece things together and identify patterns. I realized that most women are looking for the same things on Valentine's Day. And I have three things in particular that I would like to suggest uh, to you guys to provide your honey on uh, Valentine's Day, whether you celebrate on the day of or not. And if you're like, oh, we're not Valentine's Day people, then um, become a Valentine's Day person. Because look, if, if we look at this the right way, as men, we should be looking for every excuse possible to spoil our wives. Like, I think a lot of guys are like, oh, Valentine's Day is a stupid commercialized holiday and now I got to do this and I got to do that and whatever. And it's like, no, you get to. Like, what an opportunity. Like, the like oh, the, you know, these terrible businesses earmarked a day for you to go love your wife really well and make her feel like a queen. Like, let's see this as an opportunity, okay? And, and you don't have to cave into the commercialization and spend, you know, ridiculous amounts of money. Like, I, I you know, since I had that conversation with my wife, I've spent very little, you know, like, like dinner and flowers. Like that was actually what she asked for. She was like, you know what? I just want flowers and I want some time together. And like, that was pretty much it. Like, and she wanted time together in like a a more romantic environment, like dim lighting or, you know, at a, a, a more intimate restaurant, whatever it might be. So it's like, well, that's so easy. You know, I don't have to go buy all these stupid teddy bears and chocolates and whatever. Um, and, and so all that is to say is, um, this is an opportunity, okay? And I, I choose to relish it and I'm not really a romantic guy. Um, the other thing I'll say is if you haven't already asked your wife what she's expecting from you on Valentine's Day, you need to do that. Um, now, uh, you know, this episode came out on the 13th, might be a little bit late for that. But, um, but really, really and truly, um, I, I, I would highly, highly recommend you do that because you, you might be shocked at, at how little she's actually expecting and how, how attainable it really is. Uh, but I will say that there's three commonalities I've observed in what most women say they want for Valentine's Day. I don't claim to understand women. The women listening might scoff at this. I'm just doing my best here with the data I have and obviously based on my wife's experience, okay? Number one, your wife wants undivided attention. Okay, whatever you're doing, she doesn't want to compete with your phone. She doesn't want to compete with work. She doesn't want to compete with your buddies or your laptop or the TV, she wants your undivided attention. So guys, on Valentine's Day, you know, ditch the phones, ditch the technology, be present, okay? It doesn't matter if you're going through the most stressful thing of your life, if work is just, you know, this massive project or whatever you got on the go, put it aside for one day, one evening, give her your undivided attention, okay? Number two, um, women really appreciate thoughtfulness. And uh, thoughtfulness is not expensiveness, okay? So she's not looking for you to break the bank necessarily, but a thoughtful gift or gesture 
goes a really long way. So one thing that I know my wife really loves and appreciates is when we go out, if I open the door for her. So I open the, the house doors or the restaurant doors, but the car door. That's the one where it's like she really feels the love when I open the car door for her. So that's a thoughtful gesture. Very, very small, but just goes a long way. Okay. And the third thing, okay, this is a little bit more broad spanning. This is not something you can just do uh, one day overnight. But when your woman feels safe and she feels like she can trust you, Valentine's Day tends to go a lot better. And so that is more of a lifestyle component. Those are things that you want to be doing, you know, in advance. And so it's a little bit late for that maybe now, but something you can bear in mind for future Valentine's Days and other special occasions these are generally three elements that really help a woman enjoy whatever the special occasion may be. Undivided attention, thoughtfulness, and safety. Those three things go a really long way. So now I have to be honest with you, okay? I just gave you a nice list of three things. But the actual truth of all of this, my friend, is that February 14th is just one day. So we do not want to be men who rise to the occasion on February, uh, in February 14th, we're super romantic, and then we kind of just go back and coast and occasionally provide these things to our wives. Undivided attention, thoughtfulness, and safety, these are things we should be providing our sweethearts on a regular basis. These are things we should be doing lifestyle-wise, and when we do them as a lifestyle, the marriage soars, the marriage thrives. And so I want to just encourage you that, that we don't want to just treat this as one day to be Romeo. This is about a lifestyle of providing funda- uh, f- foundational, foundational, fundamental things that our wives need and are looking for to thrive in the relationship, all right? And obviously, in my bias, I would say that you want to make sure you're eliminating things that are going to interfere with these goals. Um, so that would be things like, social media, Netflix, pornography, maybe bad habits you have in the morning or at night, you know, the way you're, you're starting your days or ending your days. There's, there's no um, right or wrong, rhyme or reason necessarily, but you know that there's probably some things you're doing right now that make your wife feel neglected, that make her feel like you're not considering her, um, and that make her feel unsafe. And if you can eliminate those things and instead provide to her undivided attention, thoughtfulness and safety on a consistent and regular basis, I am telling you, my friend, things will go very well for you in your marriage. So that is everything for today. Happy early Valentine's Day, or maybe you're listening to this on the 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, make it special, okay? And uh, and and be wise about it. Uh, honestly, I, I feel like what I just provided here is, is good. Um, definitely good enough to, to create a foundation. And uh, those of you that are a little more seasoned, you might have some things to add on here, but uh, this is a really good start. So that's everything for today. God bless you guys. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. 
Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.